live from my underground bunker in Chicago. This is the Thank You For Your Service podcast. And for those of you that don't know, my name is Jason Vest. I'm a stand-up comedian, retired veteran, content creator, butthole enthusiast, lover of women's feet, plus-size model, amateur vocalist, recording artist, uh, you name it, I'm it. But welcome to my podcast, everyone. I'm excited to be here. I, uh, I'm pretty nervous about doing this. This is the first time that I've ever done anything like this. Typically, the content that we create and that I put out on the internet is scripted and we write it out and everything. So this is some uncharted territory for me. So please be patient with me as I learn uh, how to be a podcaster. And I guess like, I guess that's like, you know, why am I doing this? Why am I why am I starting a podcast? Why am I talking about my life like this? And I guess like the biggest thing I want people to know that follow me, that that watch me or anybody friends of mine anything is that you don't where you're at doesn't have to be where you finish in life. And you can do anything if you put your mind to it. I'm 44 years old and I'm doing comedy full time. Before that, I was in the military for 20 years. I'm broke. <laughs> I'm not I'm not rich by any means, but I'm also not poor because I'm doing something that I really, really love. So I guess like the message that I want to send out to the people that follow me is that no matter what bullshit you have going on in your life, whether it's addiction, bad marriage, bad relationship, bad anything, whatever it is, you can overcome it and you can do some awesome shit. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So I guess like, I guess we can start this thing off. This should be the easiest podcast to do, right? Because I'm just talking about myself. And believe it or not, I don't like talking about myself. I don't like talking about myself at all. I'm a pretty boring dude. Something that's new is I cut my hair, I shaved my head. At one point, I had hair down to the middle of my back. And then I had nice, luscious locks and I shaved it all off. I had a, a crazy Britney Spears moment. And I thought, I guess my me shaving my head is the equivalent of a girl getting bangs. It's a bad fucking idea. Don't do it, ladies. You know, don't don't get that Bob haircut. That Bob haircut is not going to bring him back. No matter how much you think it will, you're going to get that Bob haircut. And you're going to be like, why the fuck did I get this short ass, stupid ass haircut? Just saying. Just saying. Don't do it. Don't shave your head. Don't. <laughs> Let's see. So uh, a little bit about myself. Uh, before stand-up comedy, before content, before any of that, before butthole fame, I was a recruiter for the Michigan Army National Guard. In fact, I served in the National Guard for 20 years. I joined the National Guard. I joined the military right out of high school. And I went to basic at 17 years old. And I was in the military all the way up until I was 39 years old. It's all that I knew. I didn't have any real job before the military. I was kind of a loser. I was a bad student. I was, I was a cheerleader in high school. A cheerleader in high school. And so uh, I liked being a cheerleader in high school because I got to touch women's butts at an early age and they didn't call the cops. And everyone was like, Jason, why are you a cheerleader in high school? Like, why are you a cheerleader in high school? Because I get to hang out with chicks, motherfucker. That's why I was a cheerleader in high school. Yeah, but Jason, you're gay, man. You're gay. I'm like, I'm hanging out with hot chicks. And I grew up in a farming community, so those bitches were big. 
I went to a farming community where cheerleaders were large and in charge, and that is what daddy likes. I like my plus-size queens. I like the big girls. I like the thick girls. <laughs> Love that shit. Love that shit. But I was a recruiter for the military. Uh, I became a recruiter at a young age. I was a recruiter at 21 years old. I, uh, I, could, I just was able to drink, and I had a lot of responsibility, and I couldn't handle it. I wasn't a good soldier. I got in a lot of trouble. I got reduced in rank a couple times and a lot of shit. I got myself in a lot of trouble. I was in a lot of trouble. I lied to kids as a recruiter, but I didn't like lie to kids about like money and what you were going to get paid and stuff. I would kind of embellish and make the military look cool. I would have to make being a cook in the military look cool. And I'm sorry when someone wants to join the military, they want to go like do some Rambo shit. They don't want to cook eggs. No one wants to cook the food. No one once thinks, oh, I'm going to join the military. I want to fly planes. Nah, motherfucker. You're going you're gonna to bake this bread. Nobody would join if you told them how shitty being a cook is. I made being a cook sound exciting. But it sucks. Being a cook in the military sucks. You have to get up early. You're staying up late. If people don't like the food, they're bitching about you. Now, if you're a cook in the military and you're watching this, I'm sorry, but you know your job sucks. It sucks. Outsource that shit outsource that shit and i'm gonna stumble over my words on this i swear i'm gonna stumble over my words i'm gonna say things improperly i'm not gonna pronounce things correctly because i'm stupid and i'm nervous i'm not used to doing this podcast so i'm sorry if i repeat myself or talk stumble over my words or anything like that it's hard because this part this podcast is partially unscripted I got my notes here. I got my iPad. I put it together, but it's partially unscripted. So I was a recruiter for 20 years, got out of the military, and went and worked a regular job for a minute. I worked for the government. And uh, after I got out of the military, I quit drinking. I was an alcoholic. I was a raging alcoholic when I was in the military. I was fun, but I was a raging alcoholic. And my last couple of years in the military, I wasn't proud of myself. I wasn't proud of how I represented myself. I wasn't a good soldier. I got really fat. I was pretty much chased out of the military and forced to retire because I got too fat, if I'm being honest. And I'm still, till this day, like kind of disappointed in myself. Like I went out like that. Like that's, you know... And none of my content is because I'm lashing out because I'm projecting because I uh, I left the military not in a in a good light. That's that's not why I do that at all. I just like making fun of the military and I like talking shit about it. And I think those of you that follow me enjoy me talking shit and telling truths about the military. But I wasn't proud of who I was when I got out. I was drunk. I was broke. I'd spent all of our money, and I just I felt like shit. And I had to quit drinking. And it was something that I had to do. And I did. And I've been off of booze now for like six years. And so when I went and worked a real job, I went back and worked for the military as a as a federal civilian. And I killed it. I crushed it because I wasn't I wasn't on alcohol. And I think the reason that I drank so much was that I lost a really good friend of mine back in 2013. And before that I was a drunk, but what really set things off is I lost a real good friend of mine back in 2013. I talk about him a lot on my content. His name is Bob Nanny, Bob the Legend Nanny, the man that shotgun nine beers. He bonged Grey Goose and vodka. You can find him on YouTube if you want to go to YouTube, look up Bob Nanny. But he died in a car accident 
And that was my best friend. And I took that shit hard. Because the night before he died, he called me up and was like, hey, I'm having a bad night. I need someone to talk to. Can you come hang out at the bar? Now, I like to get white girl wasted with Bob Nanny. That was one of our favorite pastimes is getting white girl wasted and playing Nazi zombies or snorting Adderall or something fun like that. But um, it never ended good. And I had to work the next day. So I had I had to I had to sit this one out that night. And then so the next day when I got to work, I got a call from Bob's sister that he had passed away and he was in a car accident and he had died. And I carried that bullshit with me for a long time. And I blamed myself because I couldn't be there for my friend that had my back when we were overseas. I was scared when we were overseas and he always had my back. And I miss him. And I carried that shit for a long ass time. And it took me some dark places and made me act in a way that, you know, I'm not proud of. And But I quit drinking, and I kind of got help, and I'm still getting help. You know, it's not it's not over. I'm still getting help. I'm still going through it. I would be lying to you guys if I'd say that I'm not in therapy and, and, still, and still dealing with it and still dealing with bullshit from the past. But that's, that's what we do, you know? We deal with shit. Because if you're not going to deal with it, it's just going to sit there and fester and eat at you. And that's kind of like what it did in my past is I sat there and I lost my friend and that, that bullshit of carrying that guilt just, it eats at you. And it just, I don't know, keeps you up at night and I'm, I'm getting over that, you know, almost 10 years later, I'm getting over that and you guys are helping me. You know, I, I talk about him and my content and a lot of you still go follow his Instagram and, and bring him up. He was a fun dude. He was a fun fucking dude. And everybody's got that guy that they served with that can make you laugh at like the shittiest times, right? Everybody, everybody's had that, that person in their life. Even it doesn't have to be in the military. It can just be anyone. The shit hits the fan. There's that one dude or girl that can just say something and lighten up the room. And, and that's Bob Nanny. And since I've started comedy and making content and now podcasting that, that that's, I want to be that. I want to be that person. If you're having a shitty day, you know, my video made you laugh. I want, I like being that to people cause I'm, I get those messages now. And, and honestly, that's the only thing that keeps this going. Sometimes it's the only thing cause doing comedy fucking sucks. It's hard. It's not easy. When I first started, Nobody fucked with me and nobody really messes with me now. And, uh, you know, there's a big rift between content creators that do stand up and there's all this rift with, you know, people don't earn in their keep and everything. And I started making content and got a little bit popular on the internet because no one was booking me on comedy shows. And I had all these ideas and I had all these ideas in my head and no one wanted to listen to them. So I hired a writing coach that just let me say the nastiest, most disgusting shit imaginable and didn't tell me I was stupid. Because when I first started comedy, a lot of people were like, you're too dirty, your ideas are stupid, no one's going to like this shit. And then I hired a coach that just like allowed me to be me and allowed me to like 
be who I was. And these were group sessions. So it wasn't just like a one-on-one thing. It was just from this comic at a comedy store, Jess Singleton, shout out. She doesn't do that stuff anymore, so don't bug her. But that group session just got me around other comedians because I wasn't, I wasn't, I don't hang out with a lot of people. Sometimes I'm socially awkward. Daddy ain't what you see on the screen. Sometimes it's hard for me, man, in public and stuff. So, you know, that class was easy for me to open up because it was on a screen. And, you know, for me, sometimes that's easier. And I was able to express myself and then make content that went viral. And I just never stopped. And I just kept going. And then one day I saw this flyer for a butthole contest in Lansing, Michigan. I thought it was a joke. I made a video that said, hey, I want to host this butthole contest and 600 people called Deja Vu Showgirls in Lansing, Michigan. Shout out Deja Vu Showgirls, the homies. And uh, asked that I be the host of the prettiest butthole in Michigan competition. And they hired me. And I made content for the prettiest butthole in Michigan competition. And over 11 million views later, 600 people showed up from six different states this last May to watch people compete for the title of the prettiest butthole in Michigan. What I thought was funny is most of those are dudes. <laughs> a lot of them were dudes. A lot of them were the second place winner was a dude. It was a large, large man from the juggalo nation by the name of butthole, Benjamin butthole, Brandon, something like that. But his butthole was glittered. And I, it's the first time being around the juggalos. That was the first time being around the juggalos. I'd never hung around, uh, you know, ICP fans or anything. Violent J started following me on Instagram. I thought that was really, really cool. I'd never listened to ICP before until recently. But a juggalo came in second place. And I thought that was bad ass. I did. But the first place winner of the prettiest butthole in Michigan competition wasn't even from Michigan at all. She from Nebraska. A woman drove 16 hours to show us her Nebraska corn husker butthole, and it was a thing of beauty. Her balloon knot was tattooed. It was tattooed. It had a tattoo of the kraken around it. It had little snakes coming out of her butthole. It was a work of art. Her butthole was a work of art. This woman had tattooed her butthole, and she deserved to win the title. She drove 16 hours. She won 1000 bucks. Proud of Miss Anna. Shout out Miss Anna, the winner of the prettiest butthole in Michigan competition. But I'm going to tell you what, girl, there's some people coming for the 2024 title. And that's something I have to look forward to. I have something to look forward to. I'm thankful that I have stuff to look forward to from the internet and from followers and that I'm going to be the host of the 2024 prettiest butthole in Michigan competition. I'm excited about that. I can't wait to be the director of butthole affairs in Lansing, Michigan for Deja Vu Showgirls. I can't wait. I can't wait. That excites me. I'm getting pumped up for that. Getting ready to go out on tour. I got a show this Friday in Chicago. Then we're going to Bettendorf, Iowa. Then Cody, Wyoming. It's my first time going out on tour. I'm opening up for a cool headliner friend of mine, Mike Ball. I'm pretty excited about that. It's my first time doing something like that. I'm excited. I get to hang out with my friends. I'm going to get to make content. Probably going to record an episode of Thank You for Your Service from the Road. That'll be kind of cool. Look forward to that. And I'm sorry if this episode, you know, isn't super exciting. I'm not talking about the things that happened to my butthole in Mississippi, but we'll get there. We'll get there to these Mississippi Waffle House stories because, well, lots of things happened to my butthole in Picune, Mississippi. And that's why I was in Picune, Mississippi is because things happen to buttholes down there. 
Things go in and out of the anus in Picune, Mississippi on a regular basis, and that's one of the greatest things about the Dirty South. In fact, they don't call it the Dirty South for, the re- for a reason. They do not call it the Dirty South for a reason, because it's nasty, and that's why I was there. Some stuff happened to my butthole in the parking lot of the Dollar General in Carrier, Mississippi. We're going to get to those stories, too. There's a lot of stories about the Dollar General. That Dollar General in Carrier, Mississippi is wild. And I know I'm probably not pronouncing Carrier, 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 but some shit happened to my Derriere and Carrier and Daddy trying to get back. You heard? You heard? I miss Mississippi. A lot of things happen to my butthole in Biloxi. A lot of things happen, and we're going to get there. We're going to talk about Biloxi. We're going to cover the whole thing about Mississippi. We'll get there, man. You know, we will. This isn't going to be all just about buttholes. I like women's feet, too. I don't know, like, if I'm going to get kicked off for saying this, but I suck the shit out some toes. I love, I love pretty feet. I don't like nasty feet. Okay, I don't. If the bottoms of your feet are crusty and the athlete's foot has got your toes smelling musty, bitch, don't wear sandals. That's disgusting. If you got them big furry gorilla feet, don't wear sandals. If you got them big ass paws where you're getting double charged for pedicures, bitch, your feet are too big. We don't want to see them long ass toes. Okay? Unless you like long toes. All right? I don't like long toes. I like short, stubby, like sausage type toes. I do. My celebrity foot crush is BB Rexa. I just watched the VMAs last night. Everyone's talking about Justin Timberlake. Everyone's talking about P. Diddy. I don't give a shit about P. Diddy. I don't give a shit about Justin Timberlake. Timberlake, Timberlake, whatever the hell his name is. Hey, Justin Timberlake, why don't you act like you give a shit at the VMAs? For anyone that saw the VMAs, Justin Timberlake's up there with NSYNC like, "Eh, I just want to go home. Meanwhile, the winner of the VMAs is B.B. Rex's dress. Her ass was cheeked out in that dress. She had a cheeked out dress. B.B. Rexa has an amazing ass and her dress was cheeked out for the world to see. That was the best thing about the VMAs. I want B.B. Rexa to sit on my face and crush my nose like the ocean did that submarine. That's what I want. (laughs) I know for those of you watching, or didn't probably expect this, but that's what I have to say. I love women's feet. I love women's feet so much, I got kicked off of TikTok for making fun of Jessica Simpson's feet. I get kicked off a TikTok for making fun of Jessica Simpson's feet. And if you go look at Jessica Simpson's feet on the internet, Jessica Simpson's a snaggletoed bitch. And she got me kicked off of TikTok, and that's some bullshit. Her big toes, like all curving, all bunion-y, which I thought was funny because she was married to the lead singer in 98 Degrees, which is exactly the direction that her big nasty toes point. That's disgusting. We don't want to see your feet, Jessica Simpson. And when I was making fun of Jessica Simpson's feet, all just all the Jessica Simpson's feet fanatics were in the comments like, those feet, I saw those feet in the Dukes of Hazzard. They were amazing. Those were some of the best feet I'd ever seen in the Dukes of Hazzard. Motherfucker, those were stunt feet. Those were not Jessica Simpson's feet. Those were stunt feet. The bitch got gorilla looking toes. And feet are nasty. Those were stunt feet. Enough. 
enough about Jessica Simpson's feet. <laughs> enough about Jessica Simpson's feet. I talked a lot about Jessica Simpson's feet, and I keep repeating myself because I'm nervous. And being, you know, I guess that's what, and I'm doing this so I'm not nervous. You know, like, that's the thing about this podcast, is this episode is not going to be perfect. And uh, it's not, and we'll get there. You know, we're going to get to these stories. We're going we're gonna to get to where I'm better at podcasting. This is the second time that I recorded this podcast. Another thing I want to give a shout out to, I, uh, I'm currently a brand ambassador for a butthole whitening company. Yes, I'm a brand ambassador for Bright, which is an at-home butthole whitening cream. And if you go to the link tree in my bio, you can see that if you use code JasonVest, that gets you free shipping. I'm excited about that. I'm new to making um, content for a company, but I'm excited that I get to make content for a company. That's cool. That's cool. I'm excited for that. I'm excited. But I'm not going to make these episodes long. I'm starting out definitely not going to be long. If you want them longer, please let me know in the comments or send me a DM. But right now, I want to keep these episodes short as I kind of get new to podcasting. Whether you're selling feet pics on OnlyFans or swinging a hammer on a job site or wearing the uniform of the United States military, it doesn't matter. I still love you all the same. From my house to yours, thank you for your service.